Welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. My name is Rob F. Sowich. This is episode 179. And, um, yeah, uh, I guess uh, before we get into the top of the show business, we have a guest, a special guest with us here on this episode. Um, his name is... Dan Avidan. Hello. Or Danny. Yeah. Or Daniel Sun. Either one is amazing. Um, and um, one might know him from his web series. Would you call it a web series? I mean, uh, the band or or well, oh, well, both. I was gonna yeah. Game Game Grumps is web yeah. series. Yeah. Um, and uh, and or his band, mm-hmm. um, Ninja Sex Party. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the, uh, and yeah, he is one of the two, uh, game grumps, uh, Aaron Hansen being the other. That's right. And, uh, Aaron actually was going to be here today, but, um, he had food poisoning, so it's just, uh, Dan. It was gross. Yeah. Oh, it was gross? Yeah. Well, now you, it's, now you it's saw, You saw it? Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Oh, really? You saw it? I've got that, like, thousand yard stare of, like, a did, survivor of war. Did you see it from... The front or the back? No, I just saw. I just, <laughs> I just saw him like gradually become like a more disgusting shade of green. Oh like, boy! Slowly throughout the day, oh, well. and then yeah. Sorry, so sorry about that. Um, um, well, I, I hope he is doing better or does better eventually, and um, both from the front and the back. He'll pull through. Um, so uh, so anyway, Game Grumps is a. a uh, web web series of sorts, you know, uh, where uh, Dan and Aaron um, uh, play through video games and comment on on them and make jokes and stuff, and um, it's uh, it's very funny and yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I guess I guess a let's play is the is the terminology. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, let's play. So they yeah they do these runs through games, not just, not speed runs, but just casually no, casually play casually play through through games. And, we, are, we are not and talented fun. when it comes to games. Um, but they've been uh, gracious. Well, uh, you know, both of them were gracious enough to come on the show and um, be guest commentators on the tracks that uh, Rob and I will be, uh, you know, presenting today. And so, yeah, thank you for being here. I'm, I'm the honor is mine. Oh, oh, yeah, no, the, the honor is mine and Rob's. I'll speak for Rob on that. Thanks, Rob. Hold on, Rob is calling time out. Okay, maybe the honor's not his. Okay, um, I. Rob called timeout. We're, we just got time backed in just now. There was some, some technical difficulties, and I think we're all straightened out at this point, right? <laughs> exactly. That was exactly. That was perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. That was perfect we, timing. Oh, he's calling time again. Okay, all right, we're gonna call right. timeout again. All Here right. we go. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Rob. Call time in. Time in. Okay. And we're back. We're back. Time in. So, um, you know. Hopefully, uh, we'll see what happens, you know? We'll see if there's more hijinks on the way. Um, so, before we get started with the uh, with the tracks, um, I've, I've been playing... Actually, in the last month, I managed to play a handful of video games. Uh, I found time to play through and complete a handful of games, and I thought I'd share my experiences with those games. Is that all right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. And maybe you guys, maybe you've played some of these games before. I, I don't know. Maybe not. So one of the games I uh, got recently was uh, a game called Kokoron, uh, which is a Famicom uh, game, a Japanese-only release. Um, a really cool and weird game that um, takes place in a sort of dreamland, um, and you you can design your own character, and um, had you know has really interesting uh, level layouts and very quirky and. Um, yeah, I thought it was a neat game, and then I played one of the tracks from the game um, on a previous episode, and um, well, yeah, that track is really good, and there's some, so there's some good music in it. And uh, anyway, Kokoron. Cuckoo for Kokoron. <laughs> okay, here's what's neat about the game: you can design your own character, you can pick different heads for your character. You could be an alien head, or a, a ninja head, or um, um, you know, it could be a robot head, and then the body can be a different body. You can pick a uh, a, a wrestler body, or a, a, you can your body can be a car, or it can be a superhero body. Whatever you can pick different bodies, and you have different weapons. You can throw baseballs, or you can throw uh, ninja, ninja stars, or you can throw um, musical notes at people. And um, there's you know really surreal environments, uh, floating whales in the sky, and it's very dream, very dreamy. It's just uh, it's all about dreams and stuff. It's Sounds like it has elements of Kid Chameleon and Cyborg Justice. That's what I think of. Uh-huh. Sur- uh, surreal games? No. Being able to choose different heads and bodies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that about... Oh, Kid Chameleon's like that. I also played uh, more of... I think I talked about it last time, but I was playing some Metal Storm. Did you play Metal Storm? Uh, is that the one where you can, like, go from the floor to the ceiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can manipulate gravity. And... Um, it's actually really easy on the normal setting, the game. I mean, the last level gets pretty hard. Um, and it has great control. Uh, and the, the mechanic where you you know you can switch gravity, that's really fun to play with. I mean, that makes the game really unique and fun. And the control is really good, really fluid control. Um, but uh, yeah, last level is kind of hard. But other than that, very easy. But then after you win, you get an option to play expert mode. And just straight up impossible. I mean, brutally, brutally hard. Um, and I spent hours and hours playing through expert mode. I, I made it about halfway through the game. I, I, I think I got to the fourth level, fourth stage. And um, wow, even the first level on hard an expert is just just so incredibly hard. It's crazy the difference between um, normal mode and expert mode. But um, but yeah, dang, that, that's a hard game. But very good though, very good. It, Metal Storm. I, I I'm not gonna. I don't. I decided I'm not gonna play further than the fourth stage. But um, but yeah, so that's Metal Storm. Um, I, I got Jackal, and that was kind of off of Gabe's recommendation. One of my all-time favorites. Oh, you like it? Yeah. Love it, love it. I, I found like that game pretty easy also, I thought. Um, but except for the, the last, very last boss was really hard. Um, Aaron and I played it on the show, oh, and we, did. we couldn't beat the last boss. Because the, there was that big stream of fire... That they shoots at you, and then it, that's so hard. Yeah, I thought the game does not prepare you for that level of yeah. difficulty. Actually, the whole last level is fairly kind of on the harder side. I mean, generally the game is fairly easy, mm-hmm. but then that last boss was like too hard. I couldn't beat the last boss. Actually, Same. didn't beat the last boss. But other than that, pretty easy game. I might. I did think that the jeeps moved a little slow. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted them to move a little faster. You know. But um. It was kind of reminding me of the Kari Warriors, kind of, you know. Yeah, like the ability to like um, 
you always shoot forward no matter what direction you're facing, like that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I like that, but I, it reminded me of Ikari Wars in the sense of in the sense of it being kind of slow. You know? Oh yeah, that's oh Ikari <laughs> Wars like Ikari Wars is very slow. It's that's like you're walking really in slow. mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, same thing with Toe Jam and Earl. Actually, those games are just a little faster. I feel more fun. I, I played through Clash of Demon Head recently, um, and um, I don't know. Have you played that Clash mm-hmm. of Demon Head? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know I beat it, and uh, I never got stuck. I'd heard that people would got stuck on the game, but uh, pretty pretty. It's okay. It was kind of kind of fun. Yeah, it was a quirky kind of game. With some quirky comedic elements to it, um, and that's what I've been playing lately. Now, I know Rob, you have a, a story that I think you were going to share with with the, the users but do you want to save that for uh, once we get into some of the tracks or sure sure but I do have some top of the show business yeah 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 I will be doing another DJ set second week of August at ground control and that's just becoming a steady gig I think mm-hmm you know the 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 people are just loving it you know what I mean it's just I I'm assuming they're just begging the ground control staff and the ground control management to just keep bringing me back. So, I, I'm a man of the people, and I do what the people demand. And what date is this next one? It'll be the second Thursday in August, which mm-hmm. is their monthly free play. So that is August 11th. And you're, is your band playing in, or, in Portland, or you just played in Portland? No, um, we're actually going to do a Game Grumps Live show oh, okay. uh, in Portland. Um, and then Ninja Sex Party will go up there as well later. Uh, I don't think we've announced that show yet. Um, so, surprise. Well, hopefully it'll <laughs> coincide with Rob's night, and it's maybe this, either the same night and the timing works out, or it, they're back-to-back nights, and you can have yourself a whole... Um, video game related weekend in Portland. I don't know if the people can handle that, but yeah, I mean, hopefully. Maybe they just, well, if they start training today, <laughs> they might be ready, I think, yeah, for that. I think they so. just have to start training now. You mm-hmm. know? By the way, have, have either of you guys started playing Pokemon Go? I, well, I, I know, Brent, you haven't. I know you haven't, Brent. Yeah, I have not. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like games where I have to move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing it, Rob? I've been trying it out trying to see what the young folks are getting into Uh i don't know i don't know if i'm sold on it just yet not sure i'm ready to put my game boy down okay in for the uh go well you know classically um rob would oftentimes have monsters in his pocket um on this program actually wow yes and they would make appearances sometimes um, as a reference to the game Monster in My Pocket, but also as a reference to the game Pokemon, which means Pocket Monster. Right. I read that some people found dead bodies while searching for Pokemon. Did you read that? I just someone just sent me that news headline, like a girl, you know like works, a nineteen-year-old right? girl. I mean, I do. I'm aware of how the game works. Yes, but I don't. I don't fully that, believe that, though. Do you believe wow. it? Is it or is it a legitimate news source? It, it seemed like it. Hold oh. on, let me check. Um, I know, I know that. Uh, I think the Holocaust Museum asked people to stop playing Pokemon Go because there were Pokemon in there. Oh, there was a gym probably in the in the, yeah. in the Holocaust Museum. Hmm. What, 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 what the Holocaust Museum or was it the Museum of Tolerance? Because you'd imagine if it was the Museum of Tolerance, they'd be pretty cool they'd about be pretty them doing chill. it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would have thought the same thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, well, right. actually, the the source here that's mentioned um, regarding that girl finding the dead body is uh, unbelievablefactsblog.com. So maybe not okay. necessarily well, the most where, dependable that's news get, source. That's where I get my news. It's not CNN. <laughs> well, I, I had read that they found a dead body while playing Pokemon Go, and I wasn't really impressed. You know how many dead bodies there are when I play Streets of Rage, Brent? <laughs> how many? Hundreds. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hundreds yeah. of wow. dead bodies. Uh-huh. Axel goes to town. Do you understand? I see, I see. So, that, that finding a dead body playing Pokemon Go, that's nothing compared to you playing Streets of Rage. You want to find dead bodies? Streets of Rage. Uh-huh. Two-player mode. Oh, two-player mode. <laughs> dead bodies galore. Uh-huh. Well, you know, you should start, um, you should make an app for it, you know, for people's cell phones. A Streets of Rage Maybe. app. That, develop it. one. Streets of Rage Go. <laughs> Streets of Rage Go. Well, I don't know, should we get into the music or what? You get any other top of the show business? I think we should get into it. Can I say one please, thing? Please, please, by all means. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast and I know you played The Witness. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And my, I haven't played it, but my roommate played it and... Oh, loved it the, the same it's the best yeah uh but i had an experience similar to that in that like i'm not super into new games yeah either, yeah yeah but played one uh have you heard of inside i just started playing it at my friend's house yeah well i love limbo yeah it's the same makers of limbo yeah and uh, yeah it was really cool i liked it it's yeah. really intense J- just finished it like a few hours ago and it's like oh a few hours ago you finished yeah it. oh, it's wow. like it's like on my mind and yeah it, it sticks with you it's pretty intense I um I played through you know like I don't know maybe the first uh, I don't know f- f- ten minutes of it or fifty minutes of it mm-hmm. and I liked it I so far I like Limbo more right um just visually I like that the 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 black and white style and I don't know that just seemed really unique and cool and how it's sort of um uh, uh vignetted or whatever the you know but. Um, inside was neat how uh, the perspective kind of changes in a different way than, than Limbo does, and yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Actually, it looks it looks really cool. Yeah. It's it's worth your time, yeah. and like I started reading about it online and like fan theories because it's very mysterious. Yeah, you know? um, and as, as was Limbo, yeah, yeah, and a lot of them seem to have come to the conclusion that like as you go on, it becomes clearer that uh, the events of Inside are happening in the same universe as Limbo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so wow. Okay. If you like that, then. Maybe it'll all come come together for you. Well, yeah, I'm I'm gonna check that out. I would like to, yeah, continue to play that game. Yeah, um, the, uh, uh, yeah, it's every now and then there's a game that comes out that appeals to my sensibilities, but it's generally older games, though. Yeah, same. I'm just into side scrollers. Like when I yeah, have me to, too. Side scrollers are my favorite. Those yeah. are my favorite kind of games. Yeah. When I have to go forward, my just brain melts and like no one can live at that speed. You mean like forward is in 3D? You mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, just too many options, you know. Um, well, let's let me let's let's move into the music. Um, and uh, Dan, I wanted to ask you: Is there any particular soundtracks you really love? Uh, what are some of your? I just kind of curious about what are some of your your favorite uh, video game soundtracks? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like we were kind of talking about it before, like that that early NES, like Goonies two mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Kid Icarus had a great soundtrack. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Hirokazu Tanaka. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Metroid. It actually, like, honestly, a lot of like the bass lines in um, in Nintendo music has like sub melodies and like different approaches to um, 
just different angles than a, like a normal baseline would take, you know, and um, it kind of taught me a lot about like harmonies and how to come up yeah. with a weird, you know, and counterpoint I, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still use that stuff today. And I'm a huge like progressive rock fan from like, you know, the 70s. So video game music was quite an influence on you musically. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And like, it's more connected than I would have thought to like progressive music. It's like got weird time signatures and like, I, it's just, it's surprisingly advanced. It's, and, it's, yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah, and like when you think of, yeah. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Rob. What's, what's your favorite Rob Hubbard track? <laughs> I'm not familiar. Um, he sounds pretty good, though, just by... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, real good. Rob, real lo- good. Rob loves Get Rob Hubbard. R- Rob loves Rob Hubbard, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with L. Ron Hubbard. Right, um, of course. But although we call him L. Rob Hubbard as a joke, but um, he composed the music to Road Rash on Sega Genesis. Oh, then I totally know him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. I mean, um, so Road Rash. And he also did a lot of um, Commodore 64 music and stuff. No and, kidding. Yeah. Oh, that was my first uh, system. So oh, really? yeah. I probably heard a ton of his stuff and just didn't know the name. Oh, yeah, yeah. He that That's actually where he was more prominent, actually, was like um, European... 8-bit computer music you know very cool yeah but um see Brent I I knew I knew I was gonna like this this guest Brent (laughs) because of my Commodore 64 background yes yes yeah man no like all I was gonna say before was that like uh you know you think about like Super Mario World 1-1 music and everybody knows it yeah 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 yeah. um but then you think of like that subterranean music it's like like it's super weird and like if you were to sit down on a guitar and play it you'd be like what the heck so like just the fact that like um they were coming at music from such a strange angle and like made it universally appealing is really cool to me right i mean it's just it's very it's unique music the limitations created a new genre basically i feel like yeah and that that genre doesn't really exist anymore really Except on this podcast. That's right, yeah. Keeping keeping it alive. Keep, yeah, I'm keeping the genre alive, yeah. Okay, well, cool. Well, we'll see how this goes. I actually have a lot of uh, Super Nintendo tracks picked out tonight, today. And um, kind of, and I'll, I'll be starting with a well, Super Famicom track. Um, this is from a game called Wizap. Um, pretty obscure game, I think. The full name is Wizap uh, Ankoku no O. Owu. On Koku no Ou. And uh, this is a recommendation from user Darren Deluxe. Um, this comes to us from composers Yoshiyuki Ito and Masumi Ito, the uh, Ito, the Ito twins. I don't know if they're twins, but their last names are both Ito. I don't know if it's a couple or, um, or siblings or uh, something like that. But um, we're going to hear a track called Promise to Again. And um, and again, this is from the game WizApp for the Super Famicom.
This is music from Wizap, Ankoku no Ou, for the Super Famicom. Music by Yoshiyuki Ito and Masumi Ito. This is called Promise to Again. Wizap! <laughs> Can you say that again, actually? Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? Do you want me to call timeout again? He can't hear me. Okay. So timeout? Time? Here we go. Yeah. Alright, time in. Alright. So, we're back. Again, technical difficulties once again. But, um, you know. Anyway. We got to listen to a nice song. Yeah, we get this nice piece. Um, so back to the piece, you know. Um, I like this. It, it reminds me a lot of... Um, do you know Coin Song from Final Fantasy 3? American Final Fantasy 3. Yeah, yeah, right. No, that's how I refer to it, too. Okay, I, cool. I, I usually say Final Fantasy 2 and Final Fantasy 3 when I'm referring to the Super Nintendo versions. Um, totally. Coin Song. I uh, I don't... I mean, I remember... Is that related to Setzer, the character Setzer, the, the gambler? I no. honestly... It, yeah, it might be, actually. Like... I could very quickly, if you can pause this for one second, it's like, na 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 is of the game. Oh gosh, I'm forgetting the name now. Um, it reminds me of another track. It was, it was a Bandai game. What was it? It was um, was that? It was actually one of my top tracks from one year. Um, I'm gonna find it. Um, this is nice too. This part, Just, right yeah, here. it's really peaceful. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ruin Arm. This reminds me of Ruin Arm. Mm-hmm. The, the the ending music to Ruin Arm. I hear some like Secret of Mana in there. Oh sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, this is some. Yeah, this is a nice track, you know, nice melody, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's up, you know? Yeah, what's up? Everybody, what's up? everybody loves it. What's up? What's up? What's up with you? <laughs> I'm, you know, just listening to the music to WizApp. <laughs> what's up, man? What's up, man? I was just listening to WizApp. Yeah, there's what? real potential for like an Abbott and Costello kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Rob? What's happening? Exactly. Yeah, it's nice, nice track, you know. Classic, nice track, you know. It's just like classic kind of nice track. That's all I have to say about it, I guess. Yeah. Let's see. Where do we begin here? You know what? Uh, gonna throw you a curveball. I was thinking this one would be good for the middle, but I'm just gonna open up with it. I'm gonna go with Skeleton Crew. Okay. Oh. Sega Genesis. You guys heard of this this game? I, no, I've never heard of it. No, me neither. It Have was, you heard um, of it? <laughs> well, I might have heard a thing or two about it. Um, <laughs> namely, that it was it was created around that era of when those when comics were becoming dark in terms of content. You know what I'm saying? By the way, your beard is sort of, like, going against your microphone. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Is that what it is? <laughs> Hold on. 
Yeah, it's okay though. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm just letting you be aware of it. But you know, maybe you know you want to exude that sort Beard of um, ma- manly, manly, yeah, manly yeah. quality on yeah. on as a an audio as a sonic thing. I should probably get another microphone, a separate microphone for the beard. I'm gonna open up with sewer duct. Okay, sta- stage three. Yeah. Cool. Sewer duct, skeleton crew, Sega Genesis. Spooky. Yeah, it's kind of a scary track, right? It's got shades of uh, Terminator, Terminator 2 in it. Do you know who the? Do you guys remember who the composer for that movie was? Um, it was. Uh, Shoot. Anyway, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Definitely. That's. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it works a lot of like machinery sounds in there. Like, it's kind of industrial. Yeah, like when you when you think of like the keyboards that they had at their disposal and the effects they had at their disposal, not the easiest to like create a sense of dread with, you know? Because like they just the samples weren't where they are now. But like this one does a pretty good job of that. This part, that part's so weird too, where it's like, yeah. I think I think the composer on this is Nathan McCree. Nathan McCree, I think. If I'm not mistaken, that's the fir- first time on the podcast. Well, you mean the composer or the uh, the track? I mean the game. The, I mean the uh, certainly the game. Yeah. Composer for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a good a good track to talk about what happened at the last ground control DJ set. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I was rocking the crowd <laughs> when a user comes up to me, walks up to me and he says, Hey, my name's Ted. I'm a user. 
Big smile on his face. Big smile. I shake his hand and I finish my set. Okay? Uh, oh, I, one thing I forgot to mention. He said, I want to play you when you're done with your set. You know what I'm talking about, Brent. Yeah, sure, yeah. He didn't even have to say what he wanted to play me. Jen. Jax. <laughs> right? I already knew what he wanted to play. And I already knew the challenge was on. Dan, I'm talking Street Fighter 2. Ooh, good choice. Who's your you, character? Are you, are you a Street Fighter 2 aficionado? I, I am a Vega man myself. What about straight up classic Street Fighter 2? Then I, will, talking then I will go eight Chun, characters. Chun-Li. I will go Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Who's kind of like Vega in a way. Yeah, actually. she's like the, yeah. the slightly slower Vega. She's like the female version of Vega. Pretty much. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I, like, I like the fast characters. The ones who could jump off the walls. Right. Those are the ones. Mm-hmm. So, I get done with my set. And I go looking for Ted. I go. I'm, I was just waiting for the build-up. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I noticed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song is really good for that. So I go looking for Ted. I find him. He's playing pinball. I'm already thinking, he's playing pinball. He's got pretty good reflexes. Fingers are pretty good. He's been war- Ted might warming actually, up. Ted might actually give me a challenge, I think. So we go down to the Street Fighter 2 machine. And... Um, That's right. He told me, he, you know what? He told me, actually, he played it pretty cool. He said, I got to finish my game. I'll meet you down there. You know, um, you know the comedian Donnie Davinian? Yeah. Devani. Donnie, De- Donnie likes to, I, I follow Donnie on Twitter a lot, and he's always talking about power moves, about people pulling power moves on you. Yeah. Like if a guy, if a guy opens a door for you, that's a power move he's pulling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so by Ted playing pinball telling me I'll meet you down there you know what he's doing power move yeah power pinball move absolutely power <laughs> power power pinball so I go down and I start playing uh, Street Fighter I'm watching this guy play on the street play, play on the, the left hand side he doesn't know I'm watching him but I am watching him I want to see what, what what he's all about so I see him go through a couple of games, and then I start playing. I, I put my quarter on the screen. Even though it's free play, I still put my quarter on the screen. And he says, uh, you want to play? I said, yeah, let's play. I picked... Uh, who did I pick? I think I might have picked... I picked Ryu. Ryu. And Ryu. Ryu. I call him Ryu. Come on, man. I'm I mean, you're right. Guy. You're right. I mean, yeah, I called him Ryu... In, in the past as well, you know, yeah. Let's all right. Let's let's just all be realistic about it. His name is Ryu. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right, Rob. Go ahead. So, I start playing this guy, and I I beat him in the first game. It was so easy, and instantly the excuses start coming out. I haven't played this in a long time. I I don't really know what I'm doing. My hand was cramp- <laughs> cramping from pinball. Yeah. No, wait, this is a different... Oh, this no, is this, not- is, this is... The, yeah, this is just some guy I was just watching. Oh, oh, sorry. Right. So, I, I tell him, yeah, all right, I understand. If that helps you sleep at night, if that's what you have to tell yourself, <laughs> go ahead. So then Ted comes down. Ted starts watching. Then this guy's had enough. He picks up, he picks up what's left of his dignity and he walks away and then Ted steps in. Now, here's where it's just... It's a blur, Brent. 
I remember when I told you, I called you that night, but it's just a blur to me now because ah, I took a beating, Brent. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. With sad. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, we, we, we played a total of seven, seven matches. A total of seven matches. At one point, I was down four matches to one. Four to one, Brent. Yeah, wow. Ted... And, and let's just... Wait, can I pause for a second? Rob notoriously expresses his... Uh, the, the, the pride he has in his ability to be the ultimate world warrior. Uh, he has fought many people in the past, and he has many stories of um, winning. Right. So this is sort well, of including new, you, Brent, including me a little bit. But he, but uh, one story he always fails to mention is how we, in Seattle you. one I time, in one, just, in one no, time in Seattle, I, I definitely like beat him hardcore, and he doesn't like to live that up ever. But that's okay. I won't I'll, for the sake of so, uh, the, 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 the dramatic arc of this particular story. I won't right. even bring that up. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this is new for you, Rob, to be down one to four right right speaking of dramatic arcs i think i'm going to have this song on my phone at all times and every time i tell a story i'm going to play it in the background yeah. it makes things a thousand times more intense <laughs> oh man he's quiet again he got disconnected again he's giving us the one minute sign yeah okay Oh wow! So amazing. Oh, again? Just now? You back? This is the most technical difficulties we've ever had with with this. We'll fix it in post. No one will ever know. But I mean, look, and also on top of that, well, maybe people should know. You know, yeah. maybe you know people get a little glimpse into what it's really like yeah. on the, at the Legacy Music Hour. Are you available now? All right, we're back for the seventh time after some technical difficulties. This is the one. So, so Brent, I was. Oh, uh, by the way, I was just pulling one thing you had. Oh, never mind. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. One thing Dan had mentioned was that he, uh, you've convinced him already, just halfway through the story, that he will now be using this, this music to tell all of his stories from now on. It just makes things so much more dramatic. Yeah. So, there you go. Brent, right. He's, Brent, uh, I was Dan has joined the skeleton crew. Yeah, it's okay. a gift that keeps on giving. All right, go on, go on, though. <laughs> okay, I was just, I was pulling stupid moves, Brent. Stupid moves. I, I picked Dalsam at one point. Just my, my own arrogance, my own ego told me I'm just going to pick Dalsam. When I'm down three games to nothing. Oh wow! That's... And he just he just destroyed me. It was so stupid. Why why would I do that? Why would anybody do that? <laughs> anyway, I fought my way back to three games. I, I ended up winning three matches. Still though, he uh, user Ted destroyed me, four matches to three. So I have to salute Ted. All hail Ted. The king is dead. Long live the truth. He is Ted the truth. <laughs> Ted the truth. Yes. 
because he revealed to me that, um, boy, I need work. I need work, Brent. So now are you going to you thinking about having a kid with, with your wife or what? Be a family man? <laughs> Did that make you guys well, consider having children now? To my credit, this was non-sanctioned, unofficial competition. So... Unofficial what? I mean, okay, yeah. It's just so funny when he disappears with this music too, especially. Yeah. It's like it's as if he got lost in the music somehow and it got it warped up. This is like creepy pasta style. This could <laughs> the music that swallows men. It's, yeah. Well, anyway, um, so yeah. I mean, uh, I guess he went home to be a family man. I yeah. guess he was just just now actually decided to go be a family man. Pain is a great teacher. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What do you say? Do you see Ryu or Ryu? I said Ryu for the first like twenty years. Yes, and then someone was like, "No, it's Ryu." Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right, exactly. That's that's kind of what happened to me too, basically. Right, but it was almost like the comment that Rob made. Ted, the truth. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean what can what more can be said Brent well what more can be said is that I'm realizing I should just call it Ryu yeah I agree because that's just that's just what I was that's what I grew up on you know that's that's the roots of it that's my root my roots are in Ryu not Ryu it, we should own our Americanness yeah you know own our ignorance, I guess. If, yeah, if you go to France, they'll say, Is it Tauni? You know? Is it what? The Is it Tauni? Like, we can't make oh, yeah, them yeah, say yeah, United yeah, States. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, so let's just let people, let's be in our territory and call, call them as we see it's them. Ra Ryu, Brent. Brent, let's make Street Fighter great again. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, anyway, uh, so Ted, Ted, the truth, we salute you. Ted, the truth. Much respect. Finally, uh, gave, uh, Rob, uh, uh, showed him some humility or whatever. Yeah. Get back on that horse, Rob. Don't, don't give up. Well, you know, I think I just gotta just beat up a few more cars, you know, get out there and destroy some barrels and I'll be back to fine form again, you know? Or maybe start playing pinball. Yeah. <laughs> Worked for Ted. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm going to move on to um, uh, another Super Famicom game. This is called Pachinko Tetsujin Shichiban Shoubu. And this is a, a pachinko game, as you might have guessed. Um, the composers on this are... Shigenori Masuko Yoko Kawashima uh, who I think is credited at the time as Yoko Suzuki and Maki Kirioka and we're going to hear the ending music here on the Legacy Music Hour
This is music from Pachinko Tetsujin, Shichiban Shoubu. This is the ending music from composers Shigenori Masuko, Yoko Kawashima, and Maki Kirioka. I, I, I really love the melody on this track. This is so good, you know. It has a very, like, end-of-game kind of feel. Yeah, but definitely, yeah, definitely an end-of-game feel. But um, I love that the pitch-bending notes in there as well, if you could hear those, you yeah. know. It's just so neat because it's, you know, this sort of has a, this is like this sort of fanfare, somewhat orchestral, but then there's that electronic element with the pitch-bending and stuff, you know. But um, I love this melody, too, though. It's like... Um, I like this right here. Yeah, that's good right there. It's so it's, it's po- got a it's positive. Yeah, positive. It's got a feel good. I like that. Yeah. And then this part right here. And then you can hear the pitch bending too. Yeah. And then Steve went on to graduate top of his class <laughs> and became a state senator. Meanwhile, Ted practiced pinball day after day until finally he would conquer his ultimate dream. Defeating Rob F. Switch at Street Fighter 2. <laughs> I love that part right there. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, Such a strong contrast to the last song we listened to. Yeah, you know? you're right. It's so different, actually. This is this is it's funny that was that was Rob's experience with that story. This right. is Ted's experience with that story. <laughs> this is what it feels like to win at Street Fighter. Yeah. Right there, I thought it was gonna go into like a different beat, you know? Right. But I like this. This part's good too, right here. Is like, um, it's like, uh, oh man, I think of something else. But I, I just I love the fusion of like of kind of electronic-y sounding things and non-electronic-y sound sounds as well, you know? Yeah, and like it's like a march. Yeah, like, it's a march too, yeah. It's, it's a lot of things. Um, I just want to... I love that... I love the, the pitch bending though. It's so good. It's, right here, listen, listen, listen to this. The pitch bending here. Wow. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. so good. Anyway, this is I, I love this track actually. It's so good. This this whole soundtrack is really good, especially for a pachinko game. You know, you just wouldn't think that pachinko would have good music. But. Yeah, this sounds like the music of a game that had like a lot of plot. You know? Right, 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 right. Actually, I think it is. I think it does actually. Maybe. I think it has. Ha- All right. So this is like, you know, this is this is the the most technical difficulties we've ever had really in an episode, except for maybe. Um, was it episode 11 i think um you know we're but we've probably had to stop this is we're in the double digits probably at this point and um there's just been a lot of mishaps this episode i think that's the theme of this episode aside from you know dan being our guest the theme is just you know technical difficulties disconnections and you know i i i forgot something actually and we started a half an hour late and i had to go home and get it and Anyway, all right. Well, let's 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 move on since I, we've only gone through three tracks. I, I did get a text um, during the last break, though. Uh, it was my friend telling me that today is apparently the 
30th anniversary of uh, the release of Howard the Duck, the movie. Oh. So, um, that's probably that probably that's, that's probably, probably the reason, reason why. That's yeah. probably the reason. And that's pro- God so, punishing us. That's probably the reason why, why why Rob also played the track Sewer Duck. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. sounds like duck. Hadn't thought of that. <laughs> and sewer <laughs> sounds almost like Howard too, kind of. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, I'm gonna put fade this out. And anyway, yeah. Go on, Rob. Okay, it's been a... I'm going to try to whip through my next tracks, too, just because we've been falling so behind. Great summer of soccer. I'm going to keep it going with Tecmo World Cup Soccer. Nintendo Entertainment System, here's a track. Tecmo World Cup Soccer. Yeah, this uh, this track has. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a shorter track. It ended up having a lot of different sort of movements to it, almost. You know. Classic Nintendo goodness. Very similar to uh, Tecmo Bowl, the the football version, and. It's got that same kind of like how every note um, that plays the main melody line has kind of like a little waver to it. Like, yeah, it, it gives it a lot of personality. I feel like, I almost think that this sounds like two girls singing together or something right now or something, you know? I don't know. That part before. I like this right here. It went major for a second there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This part's interesting too. I... Yeah, it sounds like the two little girls that call Mothra in the Godzilla movies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of girls. Yeah, kind of like sirens or something. Crying. Yeah. 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 That's good. I like this track. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> 
All right, next up, we're going to hear from another Pachinko game. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? I, ju- I realize I have like three... I have three Pachinko games we're going to hear from, aside from the one we already heard. Um, no, I'm sorry. Two others besides the one we heard. So this one's called Miyagi Shacho no Pachinko Fan Shuri Sengen 2. Uh, it's probably not 2. It's whatever the Japanese word for 2 is. Um, but it is the sequel to the, f- the first Pachinko Fan game. And... Uh, this is a Super Famicom game. Um, music is composed by Masahito Miyamoto, Mikio Ono, and Mio H. And we're going to hear a track called Ready for the Day. I think that's what I'm calling it, at least. Um, based on the gameplay footage I was able to see, to, I was able to watch. Um, and this is um, this track has a it's in, kind of just has this bossa nova kind of feel to it. It's um, kind of a relaxing sort of sort of situation. And uh, I think uh, with it being the 30th anniversary of Howard the Duck, I think we, we need we, we need to relax a little bit. I think we need to know? celebrate <laughs> and relax. So here we go. This is Miyagi Shacho no Pachinko fan Shuri Sengen 2, or whatever the word is for Japanese, Japanese word for 2 is. I think Ni? Oh, it is? I th- I oh, th- well then, yeah. Okay. Ich Ni-san? I think, okay. I think that's Sengen Ni. Ni, I think so. Um, thank you. Um, this is uh, music from Masahito Miyamoto Mikio Ono and Mio H. This is called Ready for the Day. That's what I'm calling it. Um, it's, it's a, I think as I recall, the game is, uh, you, um, you, you, you go to, you kind of enter some pachinko tournament or something like that. And, uh, or you go to some company where they train people to play pachinko or something like that. And, um, then I don't know, you go out into the world and you're ready for the day to play pachinko. That's your day is you're going to be playing pachinko professionally, I, I assume. And, um, this is like, I think when you step out and you're ready for the day i think or something like that i don't know this sounds more like what you would think the music to a pachinko game would be you know mm-hmm. like more like hey go out and have some fun you know as opposed to like the other one which felt very like like there was a story arc that had been concluded you know <laughs> right 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 the, yeah yeah right it's interesting to me how involved some of these pachinko games get actually you know that just pachinko slot machines right yeah. So it's just that's interesting to b- build these worlds out of, out of slot machine games. You know, we uh, Aaron and I went to Japan 
I guess, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And there are pachinko parlors. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's It's insane. a huge part of the culture, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and they're... It's actually the opposite of this music, the the, the feeling. Like, it, they're very intense in there, uh-huh. and they're very loud, and it's just madness. It's like sewer duct in there. Yeah, pretty know? much, pretty much. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> totally. Moving along, I'll be going... Back to Sega, Mega Drive, and Putter Golf. Yeah, Putter Golf. We haven't heard from this since the golf episode we did once. We used to do theme episodes, um, but then it became too much work, and you know, but now we just do free plays. Free for yeah. all, yeah. totally. Here it is, Putter Golf. Putter Golf, Mega Drive, BGM1. And I think this game was only available through the SegaNet online service in Japan. Wow. But I think there was also a port for the uh, Sega Master System that was called Putt and Putter. It's very disco smooth for, for golf music. Uh, as opposed to for golf music, you'd imagine more just silence and birds oh, tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah. It's um, hit, hit the beginning of that again, Bert. Yeah, you're right. The beginning has a thing to it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Dun dun dun. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it again one more time. That's yeah, yeah. Let's start these 18 holes off right. Yeah. Cool. Like you were saying, how like the the limitations created a new genre. Like, yeah, it ma- it makes you realize how challenging it is when when something is going to be that short a loop. Like how interesting it forces you to make the music. Mm-hmm. You know, like because we listened to that like probably twenty times just now, and it didn't feel like it at all. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, well, it's yeah. That's it's it's interesting that it, I thought think of them as like micro songs or micro pieces. You know where. Not all the time, but oftentimes you'll hear in very short periods of time a whole arc, a whole sort of musical arc to a, a piece. 
and it's com- compacted into just a short period of time. Yeah. And that's something really unique to video game music, you know? It's like verse, chorus, verse in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. This is BGM1, by the way. I think the composer's E Fugo. E Fugo. Sounds like an alias. Um, the. Uh, Okay, all right, now for my third, uh, for the trilogy, to complete the trilogy of Pachinko games we'll be hearing from, um, uh, we'll, next we'll be hearing from a Game Boy game only released in Japan called Pachio-kun Puzzle Castle. So this is a puzzle game based on uh, the gambling series, which uh, there's a Pachio-kun series, and... Um, yeah, this is called Pachio-kun Puzzle Castle. Uh, the music is composed by Kenji Ikeda, and we're going to hear Game Over music. And um, this is a really short track, also, speaking of short tracks and compact pieces. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is, I don't know, something really cool, and I don't know, let's just let's check it out. Here we go. Pachio-kun Puzzle Castle for the Game Boy Japan. from Pachio Kun Puzzle Castle for the Game Boy Japan. Music by Kenji Ikeda. This is game over music. And uh, it's an eight second, this is an eight second loop. And uh, we heard it four times um, before coming on mic. And um, yeah, I don't know, it's just really cool. The bass sounds awesome. It's got that sawtooth sound to it, which um, was, you only hear in the Game Boy, you don't have in the Nintendo. Um, that's That sawtooth kind of crunchy bass you know this is my favorite thing we've played tonight oh really yeah this is really cool what do you like about it there's just just like you said the way the bass like changes slightly and it changes the whole feel of it mm-hmm. um th- th- this one more than anything you know the other ones you can kind of tell like they were made with video game music in mind mm-hmm. you know but this this could actually be like a radio hit you uh-huh, know uh-huh, uh-huh. if if they had different instruments and a, a vocalist um, yeah, it's just really cool. And it's only eight seconds, which is crazy to me, you know? It almost, it's just, there's a, it sounds cool, you know? There's something cool about it, I don't know. Totally. That, that right there, that, yeah. that sounds like, that's very lyrical, you know? No that doubt. There's a, that... Da-da. That's so lyrical right there, I think. I bet, I bet a lot of people who played this game weren't quick to restart after they got the game over, you know? <laughs> just let it play for a little just while. Maybe or they purposely die on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Uh, nah. <laughs> who needs the game? Right. Also, I guess there's like almost a... There's almost a reverby sound to the melody, too, that makes it sound cool, too. It also sounds almost kind of... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
It either sounds 80s or 60s or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but also current. Like that that, yeah. that that bass, that sawtooth bass that you're talking mm-hmm. about, like Daft Punk uses things mm-hmm. like that a lot. Right, right, right. It, yeah, it's very cool. It's cool. That bass is cool. I think that's a cool track. Cool track, very short. Yeah. Okay, I'll be moving on to San San. That's a Mega Drive title. Mm-hmm. And I will be playing title screen. So is that is that like uh, if someone's name is Daniel San, for example, but it's just their name is San, so it's like San San, right? Could be. Or it could be 3-3. Three, three. Oh, right. oh, right, right, right. Right, right. San-San, <laughs> <laughs> 3-3, San, three, three, right, right. Oh, just play the track? Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> can you not hear me? And you're just, for the sake of time, just pretending to... <laughs> it's it's There's a delay. There's such a big delay. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I For a moment, I thought you were just sort of, at this point, just... It, we're just been reconnecting and recon or disconnecting and reconnecting so much that you were just kind of going along. I was just saying stuff, and you're kind of just nodding, and you know. Thought it was power move. Yeah, I'm just playing it cool. I thought you were power moving me. <laughs> I thought you were power pinballing me right now. All right, so uh, let's play the track. Sans on. Yes, yes. <laughs> hi, hi. All right, let's 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 let's.
San San title screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was uh, that was uh, that was. I like that. I like that. That was cool. It was uh, it was funny too. I think it was a funny track. Yeah. Here we'll get back into it here. Okay. First of all, that's cool right there. Yeah. This is. Listen to the bass. It's just the same note, you know. Yeah. Um, what? Night Rider. Uh, Night Rider. Gabe says Night Rider. Yeah. It's like Night Rider. It's it's funny how it modulates though higher higher and higher, you know. Da, 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 da. Bon. Do you know if this is like a like a whimsical type of game? I don't. I have no idea. Do you know, Rob? I don't know. You know, that's yeah. neat. That's neat, right there. It reminds me of a of an Anthrax song. It's kind of hard to believe, but it does. Son, son. Because this part sounds like Castlevania, you know, and then when it gets into this is this part's more like fun, it's, happy, you know. But it's also kind of like it's also kind of dark too. Oh, yeah. And then you get to this, you get to this area here, and it's just it's kind of just kind of this is kind of like Skeleton Crew over here yeah, for, yeah, se- yeah. for a second, you know. Totally. Oh no, this is the, this is when it went up higher right here. <laughs> it's higher. That's funny to me. It's funny to me when stuff does that, you know, when it modulates higher. Classic 80s kind of move. Like the last mm-hmm. chorus of the song, just kick it up. It just key. went even higher just now. Yeah. I th- I'm not 100% sure, but I think this might be. I think this is, um. It's a board game. And I think that it's either Pente or Othello or wh- whatever Othello. The. Oh, that was a rebranded version of an old game, but that's funny too, right there yeah. too. Actually, that's funny too. It's just the way that that last chord is. It just doesn't. It sounds. It's different than I expected. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, um. I'm gonna move on to a game called Monster Race for the Game Boy, Japan only release. This is from Kenosuke Suomura. And we're going to hear a track that I'm calling After Underground. So in the game that you go into an underground area, and after you come out of that underground area, you hear this music. Um, and, uh, yeah, music from... Oh, and Monster Race, by the way, a little bit apropos to what we're talking about and what's going on in the world right now. Um, it's kind of like Pokemon, uh, where you find monsters and you race them against each other. Um, so you don't... I don't know how Pokemon works exactly, but I guess you fight... The monsters fight each other. In this case... You find a monster out in the wild, and then you go to these areas where you, well, or, or I think you, yeah. Anyway, you race them. They're they're races, you know, like foot races or whatever. But and so yeah, monster race. It's kind of like Pokemon. So there you go, monster race go. Thank you. 
Music from Monster Race for the Game Boy Japan. Music by Kenosuke Suamura. This is after underground, after the underground area. I think, as far as I can tell, from what I could find online on the internet. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, again, um, it's got it's it's kind of similar to the track that I played before this, um, the bass a little bit, but I like this right here. Um, there's this sprinkling of of, of music at the end here that I really like, right here. I love that right there, that, that, that's so neat to me. It's just, um, I don't know, it's just really cool. Yeah, this whole song is cool. Like, it, it, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, is it Kid Icarus? It, some, it, it reminds me of several other like Nintendo era it sort songs. Of, it sort of, to a degree, sounds like the um, sort of dungeon music of Kid Icarus a little yeah, bit, yeah, to yeah. a degree, I would say. It's, but it's very triumphant. Very feel. It's it's this very part, feel yeah. good. Yeah. This part's triumphant. Yeah, right here. I love the sprinkle thing right here. Watch it. It's like so. That's so good right there. I love that. That's that so, is cool. It's, it's, what's cool about it is it's something you can't even really hum, you know? Right. It's just ear candy. That's so cool. I love that. I love how that's how it sort of culminates and resol- resolves into the, ne- the beginning of the loop again, you know? Definitely. It almost sounds like something they had as like a sound effect for the game, and the mm. composer heard it, and I was like, I can work that into the song. Mm, yeah. Almost like a... There's this composer named Kazuo, Kazuo Hanzawa who did the music to Gunstar Heroes and a bunch of other games. Well, not a bunch of other games, but a handful of other games. And um, he would use in his music kind of video game sound effects almost. Um, and it almost sounds like this is doing that almost. Yeah. You know, like you're saying, yeah. That's so cool. That's the coolest part of the track. That's kind of why I played this track, actually. It's so good. Um, but um, also, like the Sansan track, this is... The beginning kind of has like a just a... A pedal note, you know, just the one bass note. Well, there is. Anyway, Monster Race. Okay, okay. I'd like to move on to Lord Monarch, Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, now we've heard from Lord Monarch before for the Super Nintendo. That's right. This is uh, the Sega Mega Drive or Sega Genesis version. Yes. Here we go.
Lord Monarch. That was a neat build up to this track, and uh, yeah. Some bold choices. <laughs> the, the timpani. Oh, yeah, near the end. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's like edited to be like. Brrr. Can't do that on a timpani. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I like to imagine just some dude yeah. going going crazy on yeah. it. <laughs> it's like um I don't know, yeah, that's cool. It's like he really like really um does it up on the timpani. Yeah, he, yeah. he goes for it. That's I like that. I like it. I like this track. <laughs> I like this track. It's good. It's very yeah. The ending part, very timpani heavy, yeah. What kind of game is this? Well, um, I'm trying to remember now, actually, what the Super Nintendo version is. It's kind of a... Um, isn't it a fighting game? Oh, I thought it was a fighting game. No, I guess not. Yeah. If, if I had to guess just by the music, I would have said, like, a racing game. Like, a uh -huh. dark racing game. Here comes the timpani right here. Watch yeah. this. Yeah. That's so funny how it ends. Dun, dun, dun. You know? Dun. It's like it ends like that. You just know? such a, like, yeah, just such a definitive ending, and then it just immediately starts again. Um, I just kind of trying to figure out what Lord Monarch, Monarch is. I know that it's... I thought it was a... I thought it... Oh, maybe it's not, though. I thought it was... I don't know what it is. Maybe you can look at it. Are you finding it? Anything? No? Huh? Lord I'm just going to look it up real quick. Go for it. Oh, maybe it's some kind of role-playing game, actually. I mean, yeah. yeah. I could hear, like, vampire-related something. Oh, vampire-related... Vampire-related role-playing game? The, actually, the timpani reminds me of, um... This one track from um, from uh, Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse. Oh yeah, you ever play that game? Yeah, that game is a very underrated. It's good. Uh, kind of gem, I feel, mm -hmm. of Super the Super Nintendo library. But um, yeah. it's super fun. God, I haven't thought of that game in a long time. It reminds me of the um, the level where the fire level actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. yeah. Really good music in that game. Yeah. Really good. Uh, composer Mario Yamaguchi, who did the music to Mega Man. Five, I think. That totally makes <laughs> sense. Um, okay. Um, well, good. We're kind of whipping through here. Um, uh, okay. Next up, we're gonna hear a track from Akumajo. Uh, Akumajo Special Boku Dracula Kun. So this is um, like Kid Dracula. Oh, okay. It's a. It's a. It's kind of a. I don't know. Some sort of like spin-off or something or not a spin-off but a kind of almost a it's it's Castlevania oh it's not it's like a what do you call it a yeah I guess a spin-off of the Castlevania series kind of um 
it's uh Alucard, it's like an Alucard kind of character but it's uh it's a kid version it's a kid dracula i think the original came out on a on game boy and then um then uh then it came out on on famicom so this is a famicom game um konami always classically good um but uh yeah this is music by shinji uh, tasaka and satoko manami and we're gonna hear level three and um yeah i think i think what it means is i am kid dracula i think that's what the title means i think Uh, i don't know something like that um it's kind of Actually, the first level is sort of a, a happy parody on, on the first level of Castlevania. Or actually, the music is a sort of ha- a major sort of happy version of, uh, I think, the first level of Castlevania 3, I think. The, that music. And then the, the scenery looks like Castlevania 1, kind of, but it's kind of done in a sort of happy, kind of nice way or whatever. Cool. Anyway, all right, here we go. Akumajo special Boku Dracula Kun Dracula Kun uh, This is Shinji Tasaka Sotoko Manami This is level 3 This has a lot of those um, those certain things that only video game music have like that you, you just heard it I don't know how to describe it but it's like a vibe like a vibrate like a vibrato-y kind of yeah, uh, wavering or something. Yeah, or and the, like the slow fade in on each note. Like, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. It's it's weird. It doesn't sound exactly like it, but it rem- did you ever play Willow for NES? I never played it, but I know the music to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something about it reminds me of this, like the the weird stuff the baseline does too. It like goes all the way up, like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo music did that a lot. Like, it would have the bass go up into a range where it's no longer even a bass. Mm-hmm, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, sometimes they would use what's typically was normally used as a bass with a triangle wave. Is usually used for bass, but sometimes they they use it as the melody instead. Yeah. Sometimes and then pitch the the pulse wave really low and give a different kind of sounding bass, basically with that. That makes sense. Not in this case, but yeah. I mean, this case is just some high bass right here. It's just some high bass right here. It's trippy. Kind of a quirky track, yeah. Okay. I'm going to close it out with Pro Striker Final Stage, Sega Genesis, 
lose. <laughs> That's which is what happened to you when you played against Ted the Truth. That, against Ted the Truth, it's kind of what's happening to me on this episode. <laughs> With all the technical difficulties. Well, it's not just you. We all lose. So we're in this together. That's the spirit. Yeah. That's a positive <laughs> spirit right there. That's a positive spin on it. So lose. This is for uh, dedicated to us all on this episode. Pro Striker, final stage is the name of the game. Lose is the name of the track. Pretty uplifting for a lose song. Well, it's it, yeah, it's telling you to get back in there, I guess, or something, right? I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. You could definitely hear, like, you could definitely see, like, the hero. If this was the wind song, you could see the hero, like, walking off into the sunset to this, you know? <laughs> so... Right, right, there's, right. There's right. your silver lining. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like this. Yeah, actually. It's, it is uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, it is neat how the... And then the contrasting with these longer notes, you know? Yeah, it almost sounds like the video game version of like a Rhodes keyboard or like a Roland. Just like really nice like 70s keyboards underneath. The bass sounds really nice and warm too, actually. Yeah. It's got a... It almost sounds like a fretless electric bass or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that just about brings us to the end of the episode. Um, there's always a closing track. Cool. Um, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, for a full track listing, you can check out legacymusichour.com. Um, you can also comment there and ask questions and create discussion about the episode or about the music. Um, you can also email us at legacymusichour at gmail.com. Give us a call, 281-SONIC-91. Um, you can leave a message um, if you like. You can also text that number as well. And um, you can also visit the Facebook page and comment there as well. Legacy Music Hour. You can also rate and, even if you want, review the uh, the show on I- iTunes. That helps spread the word about uh, about the show and then help expose this, this good music to people who aren't aware of it. Um, I want to thank I want to thank our guest Dan uh, of Game Grumps and uh, Ninja Sex Party for being here. Um, yeah, thank you for sitting in and oh, it was my l- pleasure listening. I and, would do and, this. and enduring all the uh, technical difficulties too. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like I, I would do this anytime. It's okay, really cool. Oh, great, yeah. And actually, like it's funny. I did just remember uh, at the last second because you asked me 
like what video game music I was into yeah, yeah, yeah. up top. And I couldn't think of it. Um, but uh, are you familiar with the Ninja Warriors? Uh, yes, Ninja Warriors. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. There's an, it was an arcade game originally, actually. Yeah, yeah, there's a blue and red ninja, and you turn out to be robots when you get killed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, there's a song, the 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 main le- level one uh, of that uh, game, there's a song called Daddy Mulk, M-U-L-K, uh-huh. and uh, it's by uh, Zuntada, who I guess is like... Yeah, yeah, they're the, the Taito uh, band, yeah, house band or whatever, yeah. yeah. And there's actually an amazing uh, video, it's one of my favorite videos on YouTube, of them in 1990 playing that song live, um, uh-huh. and they're all in these crazy space suits, they look like baked oh, really? potatoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, a guy comes out and plays a shamisen in the middle, and so, so cool, and so... As a video game music lover, that might be worth checking out for you. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of the house bands from these video game companies, um, Taito and Konami, Capcom. They all had these house bands, and there's and Sega too. The SST band. There's you can see this really cool footage of the bands playing, and and it's it's really fun to watch. But Ninja Warriors, yeah, we played a couple tracks from um, from that from that game on on the show. Cool. I don't know if we did. The, the first stage but I should look back into that and revisit that track yeah. I love it man yeah. and those guys are just such unbelievable musicians yeah no they're, they're great and great composers yeah um well a- anything you want to uh, plug also that uh, besides uh, what we've already mentioned or? not too much I mean just check out Ninja Sex Party you know uh, the YouTube we, we put out music videos and we're going on tour and um, Game Grumps on YouTube comes out every day. It's uh, youtube.com slash Game Grumps. Yep, that's it. G-A-M-E-G-R-U-M-P-S. That's it, that's um, it. And it, every day there's videos that come out. Yeah, we put up three videos a day. At, wow, at, three at the least. a day, wow. Yeah, that's it, so, that's it's crazy. intense, but yeah. um, it's fun, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, check it out. It's, uh, it's, it's Dan and um, Aaron... Uh, who also has a YouTube channel called Ego Raptor? That's true. And um, they uh, they just they joke around and um, yeah, to play through games. Yeah, yeah, if you enjoy video game music, watch us uh, fail miserably uh, with that music in the background. Uh huh. That's what Game Grumps is. Um, and uh, and Rob, you, anything else you want to mention? Is Rob not <laughs> classic? Classic way to end very, the episode. Very fitting. Classic very way fitting. to end the episode. <laughs> Great. He is not there. Okay, great. Perfect. Um, so uh, our engineer is... Sorry, I don't mean to mention that our engineer right after the technical difficulty. Not his fault. It's not. It's not. It's, not. it's just there just happens. To, there was a lot of mishaps. There was so many mishaps today. It was just crazy. Um, but um, anyway, our engineer is Gabe Castro. You don't mind me saying that, do you? Um, uh, no, I'm sure you'll make this episode sound good when it's after it's edited and everything. Um, but... Uh, it's uh, our engineer is um, Gabe Castro. Um, our our studio host is Trevor Ames. Thank uh, you, Gabe. Thank you, Trevor. Um, uh, thanks again uh, to our guest uh, Dan Abidon uh, for being here. Um, let's see. Um, oh, our closing track. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention. Our closing track is going to be from Classic Road Two. Uh, real. Coma Simulation, music by Hayato Matsuo, and uh, programmed by uh, Hitoshi Sakamoto. So what a great combo that is. And a great, great soundtrack. Really good horse racing game. Uh, well, music-wise, at least. I haven't played the game. Um, Super Famicom. Uh, the track we're going to hear is Office Work. Um, and, um, yeah, 
that's what we'll close on. Uh, my name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. Oh, back in the Welcome mix. Welcome back, Rob. Wow. <laughs> wow, back in the mix. Yeah, that's uh, an even greater way to end the episode. Is he think he was down and then no. switch, he switched it up. Yep. That's why he's called the Rob F. Switch. Watch out, Ted, the truth. He's coming for revenge. <laughs> um, the name of the program is the Legacy Music Hour. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.